0: I did, sorry. I can do another hard reset. Welcome, Tabletop Players. My name is Ruin Ortega, and tonight, I'm your GM, because we're playing Starfinder by Paizo. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Cade.
1: Hi, I'm Cade. Starfinder is a science fiction space exploration spin-off of the very popular Pathfinder, um, using very similar rules, but also with bringing in some new elements such as space combat, which uh, you guys might see in the very near future. Absolutely. It's uh, kind of a, the
0: craziest system that we've had in terms of just like having vehicles and things like that to move around, and we haven't had a lot to do with that, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. This episode might be a little janky, but we've got some better stuff coming in the in the next actual play episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our coffee of the batch is line 123 from 49th Parallel
1: Coffee. Uh, Cade, wh- what would you think about this? Um, Okay, I wanted to like it. I really did. I always want to support... Canadian companies and and uh, especially coffee companies, because You know, I'm not sure if you're aware of this ruin, but Canada is not exactly known for our coffee pedigree. No one ever talks about mm. Mm, them good I'm Canadian sure you're wrong beans. About that. Um, <laughs> Tim Hortons is all we're known for, and it's pretty garbage coffee if we're honest. Um, uh huh. It maintains at its
0: best our standard of rating, which is a three. We, we made that with the old men rolling dice, you know? If yeah. it's at its peak Tim Hortons flavor, it's a three.
1: Exactly. Um, this coffee does not do that. Um, this is the only coffee I have ever had that was tangy and sour... And it wildly confused me. My coffee should never remind me of, like, sweet and sour sauce. Um, but this coffee did. Um, it... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, you know, okay,
0: I think it it smells pretty good, actually. You know, um, I, I had smelled it and I was like, oh, like this could be interesting. And then I tasted it and I was like, oh, dear, what have I done? And then my wife was like, how's the coffee? And I was like, well... Let's make another pot and see if I was wrong And then she smelled and she's like I I don't see anything wrong And then she tasted it and she's like oh
2: Yeah
1: I made my first pot And tried it And I had to text you And ask what you thought of it Because I thought maybe I had messed up Somewhere Nope (laughs) it is just a tangy coffee Which is very strange Um, Yeah and
0: you're probably like me And you brewed it three different
1: ways Yeah and it was all bad. And I haven't tried any since. Um, mm-hmm. I, I might try and use it in like a rib rub or something. Um, but that's not the point of this review. <laughs> so we judge it based on its uh, coffee format. There's only so many ways we can test all of these coffees before each episode. So Yeah, and, and food is not one of those.
0: That's not one of
1: our qualifiers.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I gave mine away. Um, I guess just for everyone at home The, uh, someone the you flavor don't profile like, is supposed or... to be <laughs>
3: Well, I'll explain I'll
0: explain <laughs> um, The flavor profile is supposed to be raisins, apples, and almonds Which does sound strange Which is why I picked it up um, But I basically gave it to somebody else And I was like, listen man, I'm not gonna lie This is kind of hot, hot garbage uh, And uh, if you like it, great uh, I hope you enjoy that coffee Because I will not drink it And if you don't like it, neither did I
2: yeah, um, yeah,
0: it's too yeah. bad. The the company branding is great. the The packaging is amazing to look at, uh, but overall, I don't know, K. What'd you rate it?
1: Oh, I I always struggle with the ones that are really really good or really really bad because I feel like we we reserve five for our unicorns, and I feel like one should be reserved for something like really especially bad. But also, I feel like one is
0: like when I drink it, I shoot fire or acid or immediately vomit
1: blood. Like, I don't know. It's got to be something bad. What about if I emotionally did those things? Because I'll be honest, like, this is the worst coffee I've ever drank. I've had gas station coffee that was better than this. Um, Yeah. This is really bad. But also, I don't know if I want to give a one out of five for our very first bad
0: coffee. No, no. You know what? Last episode, I said that we had a combined score of 2 out of 5.
1: How do you feel about that? I mean... uh, What if we drop that to a 1.5? Because I think this might be a 1 for me. Like, this is a horrendous coffee.
0: (laughs) That's intense.
1: It's intensely bad. Uh, I mean...
0: That's science. That is science. I yeah. think, right? Yeah, science. Um, I have least. had worse. I have had worse gas station coffee. Okay. So then that makes sense. It felt like it. it so felt if, like it was on the burner for like twenty hours.
1: Yeah. See, but I feel like that also makes sense. If it's the worst I've ever had, that's a one. If it's not the worst you've ever had, but it's still pretty bad, that's a two. It means we average out at one point five.
0: All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Line one twenty three by 49th Parallel Coffee a combined score of 1.5 shambling corpse starships which is harder to say than I wanted it to be but I liked it fair and with that grab a mug fill it full of the hot stuff and sit back and listen to our second episode of Starfinder by Paizo Here we are, episode two of Starfinder. We are back with our characters J17, Groth, Don't You Know Your Whole Name, and
1: Snack. It's Groth next Sky error <laughs>
3: How
1: are you guys doing? Uh good. My throat's still sore from the last game, uh, because of the stupid voice I picked. <laughs> Uh, But we're going to keep doing it and see what it morphs into by the end of this whole batch because it won't be the same as what it started as.
3: (laughs) Excited to try some spaceship stuff. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, Snack's ready to get back into Split and start doing some fancy stuff.
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take off right where we left off. Now, in the meantime, you guys were able to get about a 10 minute break or so. So each of you can spend one resolve point to heal your stamina back up to full. Cool. And uh, when you arrived at HQ, uh, Captain Arvin says that he's going to need some time to uh, kind of, you know, just talk very gently. To Exedra. And uh, because of that, you guys are going to get a, uh, a long rest of eight hours. So the way that that works is it allows you to heal one point of HP per character level in a long rest. So each of you are going to get one HP back. Yeah, and rough. when you arrive the next day after your eight-hour break, uh, Captain Arvin says that you guys need to get going. And he stands beside Snack's ship split and he looks at it and nods approvingly and i see you keep your ship in tip top shape (laughs) 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 Um, however he 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 says that uh you know split is known as one of the fastest pegasus class ships the fastest and lightest in the society's fleet um, which, like, side note here, it's an explorer class, but for some reason this book refers to it as a Pegasus. I don't understand that. <laughs> that's neither here or there. Uh, he continues by saying, We know that a lost Starfinder vessel, the Unbounded Wayfarer, was discovered by undead creatures from a starship called the Endless Trinity. We've pulled some strings with our more reputable Eoxian contacts to get more information. But unfortunately, they've disavowed knowledge of the Endless Threnody entirely. This likely confirms our suspicions that the Endless Threnody is connected with the Corpse Fleet, a group of Eocsian separatists who refuse to work alongside the living. We have the location of the Endless Threnody in the drift, courtesy of the ghoul you tracked down. Its drift engine is incapacitated, so it's unable to escape the drift. Take the Lore. Take the Split. The Lore Seeker was the one
1: they had in the, the book.
0: <laughs> take Split into the Drift. Cripple the Eoxian ship. As a corpse fleet vessel, they won't be open to negotiations. And recover the location of the lost Starfinder vessel. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for the brief. So- okay. Sounds good. We'll get right on there. <laughs>
0: There's a last chance for questions should you have them before you make your way to the Drift.
3: What kind of weaponry is this other, these other ships going to have? Are they like official big military ships or just kind of scavengers?
0: It is most likely a scavenger style ship meant for raiding. But as you know, with the Oxians, they do not have life supply units. They don't need them being that they're undead.
2: At tracks. yeah. That's fair. Uh. <laughs> can we have the Eoxian we brought in? She might be useful for our mission. Yeah, can we recruit her? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking we chain her up, but...
0: Bitch, you guys never I didn't even think about
3: that. Put her in the brig.
2: Oh. Okay, we obviously is your, don't so have to. How big is our ship?
3: Can you contextualize our ship?
2: Big enough for up to six people, but <laughs> okay. still manageable so by So probably one. doesn't
3: have a brig.
2: It's a a tier 2, so yeah,
0: it
1: wouldn't be... If it did, it'd be like a small holding cell. We Uh, have a
2: cargo hold that can hold up to 25 tons. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, I did not take, like, a prisoner storage module, but we did take cargo. And what are prisoners, if not human cargo?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's dark. (laughs) They are!
1: (laughs) Isn't
0: that the, like, Jack Sparrow's, like, deleted scene? Saying, like people aren't cargo or something like that i mean
1: yeah but they're prisoners i'm not saying they're Uh slaves i'm not a monster So what you're saying is you're a worse person than jack sparrow (laughs) i think we all are (laughs) yeah that's fair he's pretty great um
2: i mean his favorite saying is take everything you can give nothing back so i don't know if we would call him a great person but what
0: do you seek to gain by taking the prisoner
2: Insight into the enemy's capabilities, potentially some weak points. Maybe we can work her over a little bit before we get there. I would worry that
0: you wouldn't be oh, able you speak to it. trust her. Hmm. And besides, you could use your computer engineering <coughs> skills to get that information off
2: the ship before you attack it. Oh yeah, we can do that, can't we? I, I know my ship. I know everything it does. I, inside out, every bit. Every nut, screw, bolt. I've seen it all. Yeah, we'll scan them. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I think it's best to keep the prisoner here.
2: Besides,
0: having one extra person to deal with is not really my play style right now.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Uh- i don't know how to drive the ship but i designed it
0: Uh. (laughs) can can you talk about that um so we're gonna agree that captain arvin takes his leave and you're not getting the extra person um while you guys are getting ready for the for the flight can you explain what the process of creating your own ship was like
1: so essentially uh as gm ruin told us like what class it was and what tier it is so the class decides like your exoskeleton and how many like modules you can have and how many people it can hold and everything it's like the base uh of your ship that you then build upon and then what tier you have decides how many like construction points i can't remember the actual term but it's essentially how many psu
0: power supply units right no that's different
1: oh yeah (laughs) so you get like the the your budget for like how much you can build onto your ship. And then from that budget, you pick out uh, different components you add, including your power supply, which that is what institutes how much PSU you have, um, which is how much you can power the different items of your ship. So you're simultaneously trying to balance out the like points of like construction you can put in as well as how much power you can actually use. Because I think the intent is that you can, like, run through a bunch of stuff that is, like, high-powered and turn off systems that you're not currently using to power other systems. So, like, if you want to use extra power for, like, your drift, you can turn off your guns because you're probably not swinging around at the same time as, uh, like, shooting stuff. Um, It was honestly fairly complicated, um, but it mm-hmm. seems like there's a lot of opportunity there for customization to make your ship exactly what you want it to be. If you want it to be a like slow, heavy gunner, go for it. If you want it to be a, you know a, a quick light uh, a quick vessel with like light weaponry, you can. Or anything in between. Um, one build that I was looking at that I thought would be kind of cool is it's big and slow when you have your guns and lots of firepower. But if you sh- turn off all of your guns and disable your shields, you can essentially go into like warp drive and like blast the hell out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> but if anything hits you, you're hooped. Um, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, again, it was complicated and it took me a while to kind of wrap my brain <laughs> around it. But it was definitely a, a cool mechanic to have added in
0: cool. that is cool and of course they have uh, pre-built ships as well so if you know uh, we, we often say when you're running a system you don't have to use everything that's in it that would yeah. be an example of when you're just starting out maybe you should just uh, pick a pre-built one
2: yeah mm-hmm. um oh, nice. just a quick note before we get started Cade. you put our weapons on our forward and our port side Could we possibly move the gyro laser onto the turret? I feel like the turret allows it to kind of shoot wherever we want instead of being specifically set to a hard arc.
1: Yeah, so the weapons that I chose can be assigned to any quadrant. I just Mm -hmm. put them there because that's where I put them. So yeah, they can be moved for sure
2: yeah so we'll just leave the flamethrower on the forward weapon spot and then the flame gyro laser in space, on the hey? i I
1: agree I agree uh, but that's kind of why I picked it because I thought I that was know. cool <laughs> as hell
2: fires still burn in space they no still need oxygen yeah. for that long term burn but I feel like if you're providing a fuel and a source like it might be able to like sh- it wouldn't keep burning But it, it just would seems like the space battles are outside
3: damage. of the flamethrower range but yeah. Like also, it.
2: aren't our ships made of metal and probably <laughs> fancy metal that doesn't burn? <laughs> but this hey, is for
3: those pesky space bugs.
2: Yeah. yeah scared of them or them space sharks?
3: Mm, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Well, with that, <laughs> thank you for your um, introduction to uh, the whole building a ship thing. That it actually sounds really cool. But we're gonna get you guys going. Now, the thing about Drift Battle is, even though uh you're crossing at amazingly quick speeds you're still crossing space and so it does take quite a long time um, i'm gonna roll some d here uh in order to uh get you some d6s in order to get you how many days you're going to take traveling so it takes you nine days to get to the coordinates that exedra gave you um in that time, you are able to uh, heal up one D or sorry one HP per day, so nine HP total.
3: Cool. That's
2: nice.
0: And as soon as your ship eases itself out of drift speed, um, you come to the coordinates, and in front of you, you see an Eoxian ship. And the sight that you behold is one of bone, blackness, and magic. Eoxian ships are necromantic in nature. And because of that, it is the most brutal metal thing you've ever seen.
1: I don't know if anybody else listens to Last Podcast on the left, uh, but whenever they talk about something that's like particularly brutal and metal-sounding, <laughs> one of the guys imitates a... like heavy metal guitar solo, and that's all that I'm listening to in my head right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And with that, we
0: can roll over to our Roll20 app here so that you guys can see the space battle. Uh, Now, there are this, this is where things get really interesting. Okay, because with a drift battle, with a space battle, uh, there is lots going on. We previously dealt with Cyberpunk Red, in which we said that the net running was like an entirely different system. This is the net running of Starfinder. So I am going to describe the ship to you, and then we're going to enter into Battle Initiative. And it has different rounds which we have to follow. But ahead of you, you see the Eoxian freighter is a massive vessel made of bone and steel. The front of the ship is a single enormous red lens, appearing as a sullen bloody eye. The ship bristles with bone protrusions as though it were some horned skeletal beast. Some of the bones are charred and broken, indicating past battle damage. Laser cannons protrude from the front and sides of the freighter, but its rear weapon mounts are twisted wreck. Gaps between the bones show the ship's interior, but this is not from battle damage. The ship was never intended to accommodate living creatures.
2: Okay. Um, Before we get into anything Snack's just going to quickly pull something out of his bag That's just a little like kit of tools And he's going to throw it at J17 And just say hey I managed to snag these From the pawn He's totally lying so I'm going to pull a bluff here Oh 15 you (laughs) might buy it Um, He's like yeah I stole it from the pawn guy Like here you go you're going to need it But the actual scene would be Snack in like this shop Like pouring over all these tools Trying to like pick out the specific one for his friend And be like oh yeah that's the kit (laughs) matches your outfit
3: hold it up next to my clothes like it does match my outfit (laughs) it's dirty and ragged
2: it was cheap
0: (laughs) all right now uh with this um we are entering into combat immediately you guys see this ship and they recognize you as not a ship that they would want to uh toil with so they're immediately going to be hostile and you can sense that in 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 the drift not in the air but in the drift and so because of this obviously your goal is to get aboard their vessel but you're going to need to um, stop it from functioning completely in order to be able to board it um space battle works in turns there are a series of rounds and phases each ship will get to uh resolve their phase before we move on to the next one so uh for instance we will be able to do uh the engineering and then the helm and then the gunnery and then moving is the last thing that is done um so it kind of gets it gets into the idea that you're doing your actions then moving to end and placing yourselves in line for your next action right Mm -hmm. now with that being said each ship has its own movement speed which is going to declare not only how many hex grids they can move or spots but the extent that they can turn when they move because they don't have a free action to just turn on the spot unless they have the highest tier of movement they have to incorporate it into their spaces that they move um, which is kind of an interesting thing and we, we we talked earlier that that's why they probably use a A hex grid for this is because now we're doing 60-degree turns rather than 90s. So with that being said, round one is engineering.
3: Okay, well, I think we need to get around behind this ship because it said that the rear weapon mounts were charred wrecks. So if we can get behind it, we got it at our mercy. So I'm going to do the divert power to the movement, which... Increases speed by two this round. Nice. So the DC is 10 plus one minus one half times starship tier. That's really confusing wording. What's the actual DC? Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah, so think two.
2: Two. yeah we're and okay. so then one and a half of two would be one because you round down. Oh, yeah. wait No, one and a half is timesing it by one and a half. So yeah, it would be oh, 13. Yeah, it would be three. Yep, three is right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have to roll 13. For so I rolled a
3: 16. So I'll divert the two extra speed to the engines.
2: Nice. Perfect.
0: Okay, so then we'll go over to the other, and I'm not going to tell you what they're doing
2: because oh. that would be mysterious. That was giving giving away the plot.
3: They're chanting some kind of ritual <laughs> to undead weirdos.
2: They have a big like, glowing sign on the front saying, our engineers are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> perfect.
0: Uh now with the next one, um they are going to go over to our helm phase in which the the pilot is going to uh do a pilot check and the pilot with the lowest result must move their starship first. And so is this oh, Okay, so I apologize. So moving is not the last thing you do. Moving is the Shooting second is thing the you do. Yeah, shooting's the last. It's uh, it's just the way that the so we've we're gonna comment about this in our review. The way that the book is set up, in our opinion, is not very clever, and so that's yeah. why it made me think that moving <laughs> happened last, but it actually happens second. So, uh, can we get our pilots to go?
2: Yes. Um. How do we decide who goes first? I can't remember that. Uh,
0: so we each do a pilot check. Yeah, and that's then it. the one with the lowest, lowest check will go first.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, because you want to go later. I always forget that. That gives you more control of the situation. Um, so I got a 6 plus a 9, so
0: 15. And I got a 24, so you would go first. Yeah, I go first. I'm
2: slower. Okay, <laughs> so then uh, I'm going to make a stunt that's something pilots can do. We just kind of same as any other actions. Um, it's a specific list that's separate from the actual pilot actions. so I don't really know why they're not just part of the pilot actions. But whatever. Um, and I'm going to try for the evade stunt, which will give us a plus two circumstance bonus to its AC and TL. So our target lock and our AC for our ship um, until the start of the next round. And okay. I just have to do the, if you fail, your step moves at normal. Okay, well, we'll worry about failing if I fail. Um, no, I definitely didn't fail. That's a 19. And then, yeah, we're just going to move straight at him. Oh, I can't move the ship. Oh,
3: <laughs> that would be a problem
2: with it. Why not? Um, Yeah, we're just going to take eight, charging right at him. We're getting behind him. There you go.
0: Okay,
2: perfect. One, two, three. Perfect.
0: All right. Well, with that case, um, it looks like he's not really going to be able to move much. You're not really sure what's going on there. So he actually just stays in place. Uh, And then we're going to go to the gunnery phase.
3: They stalled.
2: Get him. I think we are within a firing range, so, right? Yeah, yep. we are. And so
0: they are going yeah. to fire in the same order that their pilot check was <coughs> done. So it's gonna be you guys and then ours.
1: Okay. Um Mine. so are we wanting to like blast them out of the sky? Like is yes. to- that's what we're doing? Okay. Alright. Um so <laughs> upon further inspection of the uh the, the starship ch- sheet Uh, turns out it was not a flamethrower. I just had very messy writing. It's a Mm. flak thrower. Uh, okay. Yeah.
2: That makes more sense.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna shoot that. Um, okay, I won't lie, I am super confused by a lot of this. Uh, so I have... Me too, buddy. Okay, (laughs) because the flak thrower has point, uh... Which A weapon with a special property is always short range and can't be fired against targets that are outside the first range increment. That's fine. Uh, if a tracking weapon would hit a ship in an arc that contains a weapon with the point special property, the gunner of the targeted ship can attempt an immediate gunnery check with the point weapon against the... Okay, so I can shoot down like missiles, missiles as they come. Uh, okay, so that's fine. I think I'm just attacking with the flak thrower. Uh, and we'll figure out what that looks like. So now
0: I am going to just interject here. So with the the battles in space, the way it works is that each ship is split into quadrants. So we have four, um, and it's one in the front, one on each side, and one in the end. And your weapons have to fire into what they call like the arc of that which is essentially a v-shape coming off of each side and that's how you know what you can aim at so being that our characters are staring each other down uh kate can attack from his forward
1: arc yeah Mm -hmm. which is the flak thrower um because we moved the the gyro laser to the turret correct
2: yeah and then the turret one can i think just attack in any arc
1: yeah cool so i rolled a 18 and then with my modifiers because i get plus one for my base attack, and plus one for my dex modifier, uh, which gives me a dirty 20. Um, which means I get... Ooh, that, that dirty girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was right in my ear holes, thanks. Uh, <laughs> so we do 3d4. Uh, so 3, 4, 6 damage.
0: Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. It Do sure uh, does. It sure does. I'm currently <laughs> trying to be like, "What the heck?" Okay, so cl- cl- point of clarification here: I have my HP and I have my CT, right? And I'm just trying uh-huh. to figure out the difference.
1: Uh huh.
3: CT.
0: CT. Oh, uh, critical, critical threshold.
1: threshold? Yeah. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah. If you take over that much damage, is considered critical, and it damages mm. the
2: system
0: to the, it, to yep.
3: like one side of the ship, right? Yeah, to whatever yeah, it hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's,
2: okay. You can also That's... roll a percentile to see what gets... Yeah, you roll a percentile to see what actually gets taken out, whether it's life support sensors, weapons array, engines, or power core. Yeah.
0: Right. Where do I find that chart?
2: Um, It is under the critical damage effect, page 321. Ooh, I wasn't even far enough. Uh,
1: Ruin, I sent you a text. I did consolidate all of the chapters into one file and throw it in the drive.
0: Yeah, I did get that. Thanks. Okay. The Android. Okay, so if I take over 20 damage in one hit, I consult the chart. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Okay, perfect. We However, don't have anything aimed... that can do that, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're aiming at his front? Yeah. All right. And you did 6, right? Correct. Mhm. Okay. All right. And are you guys just using one gun per round?
1: Uh, I guess we can shoot with multiple, can't we? It would just uh, uh it, would, it would take um so Jaden's being
0: four. the pilot. Yeah. Mhm. And so each one of the other people could take up a gunnery check. They would just have to give up their other parts. So next round, if you give up one of your roles, you could be another gunner. So for right now, you Mm -hmm. can't, but on the next round, you could.
3: There's also this action that says fire at will. Fire any two weapons. Each attack is minus four penalty. Hmm.
0: Oh, interesting. Even if you don't have enough bodies?
3: I feel like you still need people in the guns, though, don't you? I don't know. Oh, it, it seems says, to me like, as, it a, probably as a, not... a gunner, you can take any of the actions huh. below. Fire You're at damned. will.
1: Any two weapons. Oh. It's like a Hail Mary. Right. I think for now, I'll just go with the one, yeah. and then I'll read while other things are happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much to this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think the benefit of this is unlike in Cyberpunk, where it was like you're playing your own game and we're just off doing this other thing. We're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the Endless Thernity is going to take its attack, and he they do have enough to do two attacks at one time. So let's see here. We're going to do forward and a fourteen. Uh. Yeah, a fourteen.
2: Mm -hmm. that is something i don't know a lot about because we have oh that's to hit whether it's a 14 yeah we have our ac and our tl and that's 17 and 19 so no those wouldn't hit
0: okay so perfect so actually that's the first weapon and they don't have another weapon in their uh their forward arc so that is all it's going to be sounds good although i'm not gonna lie to you guys it looks like they're uh like 4d8 is if that hits yeah, like, it looks
3: like they're a lot stronger than our little <laughs> like, tiny ship here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, well. <laughs> and, and we only have a critical yeah. threshold of 11. Yeah. All right, So well,
1: your ship's designer was new, okay?
2: <laughs> hey, I like what we got. We know they don't got weapons in the back. That's what I'm going True. for. I'm taking us right into that back, and I'm going to keep us there.
1: Yeah, because I imagine we are more versatile with maneuverability. So.
2: I would assume so. Yeah. It seems like the smaller the ship, the more maneuverable it yeah. is. It seems a little bit bigger than us, so it's at least only average, and we have good, so yeah. I'm guessing it's only average. It could also be good, and then we don't got any advantage here, guys, but whatever. Okay, yep. Yep. so then does it roll on to engineering then, or?
0: Uh, yeah, it is going to go back to the top
2: to engineering. Okay.
3: To... Um, do we want speed or do we want shields?
2: Um, I can get us behind them and this turn with the movement speed we have.
3: With just regular or with the plus two? Yeah,
2: with just the regular that we have. Because it's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six hexes to get behind them, and we have six hexes of movement. Yeah.
0: Question, Kay. if you guys turned yourself 60 degrees, would you overlap two arcs and be able to fire two different weapons at them?
2: Uh, yeah, it's possible. Only certain spots on the arc will they be overlapping because there will also mm-hmm. be the line that actually separates them. You can actually see it on like the starship center thing of like the, sh- the starship sheet there's a center thing that shows the arcs and it also shows you the spots where you have overlapping if you get both arcs on them
3: okay so any of the actions I have really the speed is the only one that would uh, get us an advantage if I pick up a gun seat do I have to then like spend time getting out of here and into that
2: um, There's. Let me no
0: you're allowed to move to one seat per round
3: Okay, well then, I'd probably just want to take a shot for right now, unless we want the speed, just for fun.
2: Um, the only thing that would be different is that if we did, if you did do shields, then I might not have to take... Um, no, I still will. Don't worry about it. That's all totally pointless.
3: Yeah, and this one is just like restore shields, not like buff mm, them, because okay. I don't have the overpower yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. We don't need the speed. So. Oh no, that's
3: a lie. I have eight ranks in the engineering skill, so I can do this. So I will do that. Um, So I'm going to do the overpower thing. So instead of 13, it would be a 16, but I rolled a 17 plus 8, so 25 anyway. And it says you can send extra power to any three systems listed in the divert action. So essentially we get the plus 2 speed, a plus 2 bonus to crew functions, and our shields are already full, so that doesn't really do anything
2: that worked for me actually the speed thing kind of probably no actually that won't don't worry about that but cool
3: and everybody gets a plus two to their actions this round
2: sick sweet deadly okay so then piloting yep
0: piloting well
2: i am yeah i'm gonna take another stunt and i'm going to what's it called i'm going to do the flyby stunt where is that right there um so interesting so the ship moves is normal, but it can move through one hex occupied an enemy's ship without provoking a free attack. Because if you move through the same hex right. as someone else, you just get a free attack. Yeah, um, nice. Which is a 15 plus 3, so I got to be an 18, but I got a plus 2 to this. Ooh, that's already good. I already rolled better than that. That is nice. a 21 plus the 2, so 23. So we pull nice. the flyby off, and we get behind him. And so they I... also
0: got a 23...
2: Oh, wait, yeah, for... we have to decide who goes first. That, that, yeah, that, that so was they, specifically for that. So. They
0: also got a 23. So what's your natural piloting ability? Like, what's uh, your it is modifier? a nine. So you would actually go second because you have the higher modifier.
2: Cool. Well, yeah. Then. So... I'll let them do their move, and I won't okay. do that maneuver yet. I forgot that we actually had to decide who goes first.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but the, the reality is, is that for some reason, they're still not moving. Uh, so <laughs> it's your turn. Do your thing.
2: That's fair. Um, so, yeah, I will burn up to half its speed. That won't work. Okay, yeah, we'll just do the flyby. Ah, we are not flying by. I rolled a nat one. So, we, uh, let's see what the flyby I thought you already rolled are. your can we, can we keep No, the- that roll? was, the, the first check was for the <laughs> piloting. It was still just a piloting check for yeah. where we go. Oh. Uh, for okay. determining who went first or second. Um, so what happens if I fail that? If you fail to check your ship, your ship still moves as described, but you follow the rules of attack, so they get a free attack when we go over them. Okay,
0: okay, okay. So they are going to do their forward, uh, and they got uh, an eleven.
2: Doesn't yeah. hit. We have a seventeen and nineteen.
3: Silly okay. skeletons.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right. So you are on the hind side of them. Now, do you get to turn? You turn
2: um, I could turn one direction, but I'm oh. gonna save that for another stunt for the next turn.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you are now behind them. So we're gonna go in the same order for a gunnery, which so they would go first. Uh, yep. and it seems that uh, that meta knowledge that you have from Arid in the core as your meta characters has paid off because for whatever reason they can't fire from this tail end, and uh, when you look back, you see a ton of damage. That might also explain why they aren't moving.
1: Their thrusters are busted up. <laughs>
3: Light them up, Chewy. And
0: Back to hurt. our engineering
1: phase. Uh, okay, so or for not this the one. gun phase. Yeah, I oh, got to oh, shoot. Uh, sorry, you. yeah,
0: we, you guys do get to shoot. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll be using our gyro laser because it's on the turret, because the other one's on the front, so we can't do beep, that. Beep, beep, beep. Um, so. Oh. That is, ooh, that's not great. Only a 13.
0: Um, That's okay. So I'm trying to figure out what happens that you guys are shooting from the back side, which its shields are already busted up on the back side.
2: Nice. So what Uh, happens there? I think it just starts taking their, like, hull damage, don't they? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So hull. Gosh, I wish I'd spent more time. Okay. (laughs) As the GM, I need somebody to explain to me the hull damage.
1: It's basically the HP for the ship.
2: Yeah, like we have 55 hull points for our ship, so it's probably just a specific stat for whatever ship it's being used.
0: Okay, so the critical threshold is when they start taking hull damage immediately, and the HP is hull damage. Yeah. I don't like uh,
2: no? the critical bar? threshold is if you just hit the ship for a large amount of damage. So if we rolled an 11, anytime you roll, or we, there are 20 or whatever, if they ever rolled over 11 for us for any damage, I think even shields, it will still do, crit like, it beats the critical threshold, and mm-hmm. then they, like, will take a critical penalty, even if we don't take physical damage or something like that.
0: Okay, yeah. so now that their shields are down on that side, they just take straight up damage.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we beat their critical threshold with any of these, then they'll start losing systems as well. But if we can't, then we're just hitting further yeah, right, their whole I
1: thing. gotcha. I gotcha, I think.
2: Yeah, and I'm not saying that I actually know that. That's just what I kind of think I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know what we don't know, so.
2: <laughs> Sorry to all the Starfinder people that just love this system. It's a lot, and we only had so much time to read. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and with that, if anybody can like send us information on it, like please do. <laughs> I actually am thinking because it doesn't list any shields under this like stat block. I actually think they don't have any shields, which would make yeah. sense because a lot of the, their systems yeah. have been damaged. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they
1: be okay. just straight because they're like damaged.
3: low tech but like strong ships.
2: Yeah, yeah. they might not ever have shields because they're made of bone.
0: Well, because sure. I looked at the example ship that they gave for you guys um, that you could have taken. And mm-hmm. it definitely shows shields under the stat block. So right. there's just no shields. Yeah. So you guys are taking damage. Or giving damage, rather.
1: Sick. Mm-hmm. So we did my 13 hit them? Uh well, It did, yes. Okay. So then 1d8 damage from the Gyro Laser. Uh, so they're going to take 3 damage. Okay. Alright. They have a lot of health, but no shields, apparently. Yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> health, too. So... I probably should have got stronger weapons, because this is going to take much a long help? time. How much health do you have? 55. Uh, they have 100.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if they're just stranded there, why do we even... We could just drive away.
2: Well, we need the stuff from them.
3: Oh, uh, fair enough.
2: But if they can't maneuver... So they can't maneuver, I don't want to ask, but if them, they can't right? maneuver, what's the point of us just sitting here and attacking them for the next...
1: 12 turns,
2: 30 turns But if they can maneuver Well then we're about to be surprised
0: Well um, On their gunnery check they, They passed So we're back to the engineering And nothing really seems to happen On their turn So that's your engineering check
3: Should I hop on the guns Or do we want to try and board
2: do we have any way to, like, communicate with them? Do we have, like, comms or something like that? Uh, it yeah, wasn't... you
1: can do that on your engineering check. Yeah, it wasn't, like, an option. I think it just comes inherently think... as part of the ship.
2: Cool. Yeah, so we it's... could try. Hail them. Sure. See what we can find.
3: This is a rubber ducky calling Goldie Wag. How do you copy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So you you hear a vaguely Eoxian or, f- like, a foreign oh, language I don't speak speaking speak to you. And right. uh, you you can tell it sounds hostile, but you can't tell what they're saying. Well,
1: to be fair, we've shot them a bunch.
2: Uh, uh, didn't they shoot us first? I think no, technically, technically we shot, we shot first. <laughs> <laughs> we were
1: told
3: to I not expect any diplomacy and a fire on sight. <laughs> well, so,
1: I mean, I, yeah. I guess in that case, we just keep shooting. Like, if that's our orders. Yeah,
3: so
0: actually, I guess that would happen. That's part of the other actions. So, I think it's during kay. the helm uh, phase that your captain can, like, make orders and stuff.
2: Mm, which we don't have a captain, because I'm the pilot. Captain's a separate yeah. space. No, but it would oh. we, we
0: would count that, like, trying to communicate with them as that, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. There's, like, a million different roles that people... Like, yeah, there's have a lot of actions. largest
1: star battle with yeah. players. Yeah.
2: Which you'd want. I mean, we're in space. This oh, is a space yeah. opera.
1: I feel like this on its own would be a super cool system. Like you were just your only form of combat is space battle. That would be really cool in its own system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, it's the pilot check.
2: Okay, um, I'm going to make a stunt first. Well, that's the only thing I really am going to do, actually. So I don't know why I said first there um and that stunt i want to pull is the flip and burn uh the ship moves forward up to half its speed without turning and rotates 180 degrees to face the aft edge of the end of the movement See, so turn 180 i don't know why they had to try to put aft end and all that stuff in there i think people get 180 um to perform the stunt piloting check oh wait we have to do our piloting checks first before i do a stunt oh not a good nat one for me so a total of 10
0: okay well you will go first
2: Okay, so then I'm going to try for that flip and burn, which is Oh, I don't perform that either, because I rolled a two, <laughs> so that's eleven. Oh, if you fail to check, your ship moves forward half its speed, but does not rotate. There we go, guys. That's exactly what I meant to do.
1: Gyro Laser. <laughs> Alright.
0: Uh so they are they are going to attempt a turn you can see them kind of like flicker on some like side thrusters that manage to escape the damage but they only get to turn that far so they turn the smallest amount that they could turn
2: mm-hmm. yeah so they also just I don't know how this will impact theirs but there is a distance you have to move between turns so first turn I don't think is an issue but then yeah. if they ever wanted to try and do more then they actually have to move so far
0: yeah that's true and but I think you're given one turn without yeah. having to move any space right
2: Yeah, I think that that's, it seemed like it to me, because it says distance between turns, so it would imply you could make a turn, and then you have to move so far before you can turn again.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think Hmm. it also depends on what the maneuverability of your ship is, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so we are back to the, uh, we are back to the engine, no, gunnery, gunnery, gunnery check
1: shoot him so with the yeah, gyro laser. <laughs> g- 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 well, and does the
0: yeah, I was going to say does the angle of them change your arc? But no, that
1: doesn't change nope. your arc. Uh 17, which I know hits. Yep. Um and oh. <laughs> a whopping one. All right. It's I'm gonna. gonna I'm
0: gonna use. Yeah, I'm gonna use <laughs> some, some GM d- judgment here, and uh, we're gonna do some plot speeding up because I think that this could take a really long time, uh, especially that we're we're playing this out so slow. So I'm going to say, like, you guys probably don't want to just keep attacking this thing all day the way it is because you're not really getting very far. Um, so with that being said, would we agree that eventually you would try to um, board this ship? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> absolutely. Right.
0: Yeah. We'll do some quick GM magic to go, and you guys eventually make your ways back to the back of the ship, and you manage to dock close to it. Obviously, there's no official dock here, but being that the hull is open for the environment, you guys manage to put on your uh, exosuits and uh, get or environmental suits, whatever they call them, and board the ship. I don't even have alongside. to wear one.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I guess how cool remember. I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you do manage to board the ship. But for now, uh, I'm out of coffee, so we need to take a refill. Hey there, friends. It's Ruin, and I'm here with Cade. Hi. I'm still Cade. We're just here to say thanks for giving us a shot and uh, listening During our refill, we wanted to take a moment on top of that to say, we've got some social media. You should check it out. Join us in some conversation. And while you're at it, maybe hit that subscribe button.
1: Yeah. If you'd like to take a little bit more time, we would really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. Uh, It helps us immensely with the mystical algorithms created by the elder gods of social media. And uh, it helps us push the show to more people. Yeah,
0: we're having a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you are too. But
1: we'd like to have more people could join us, so go ahead and do those things. We also have an email address. You can shoot us an email at cantripsandcoffee at gmail.com. If you want to maybe suggest your favorite coffee or your favorite tabletop system that we haven't tried out yet, we're always looking for more suggestions and would love to hear some from you. You may have also noticed that
0: we're running out of topics on our side table conversations, so maybe shoot us a question that we could talk about there. As an added bonus, you can also look forward to some contests that we have up and coming.
1: Trust me, they're going to be worth just hitting that little subscribe button. There's also some pretty cool collaborations that we're working on with some, uh, some other content creators. It's an
0: exciting time here in the Natural 20, and uh, we want to make it as exciting as we can for you as well. So with that, we're going to jump back into the show. Alright, so after you board, you can tell that the entire ship has sustained a lot of damage. In fact, most of it appears to be damage that you didn't cause. This would probably be the attack that Exedra had mentioned before. When you enter the Endless Threnody, you see that the Corpse Fleet Starship, once probably proudly soaring amongst the stars, has essentially been drifted unable to actually function beyond capacity of just you know regular operations of calling different parts of the ship and um just hoping that someday they could be fixed again it's not exactly exactly unsalvageable but considering number one that it barely has any units that humans would be able to use just for comparison but um a lot of what it would have to be operational has Become dysfunctional. So with that being said, as you board the ship, you're all of a sudden hit with the bursts of static and a flash from your, your blue-hued hologram sent are given to you by this the Starfinder Society. Uh Captain Arvin appears as a hologram and he says, Excellent work. The endless trendy is incapacitated but not pulverized. I need you to recover the coordinates of the missing Starfinder crash site from the main bridge. The energy signature looks dangerous, and there are discharges that could damage you as you go through. You do not have any life support systems aboard, so make sure that you are wearing your spacesuits (coughs) the entire time should you require them. Are there any questions?
2: You're a very answering guy. I appreciate it. Great captain. Just so you know, like, if there's, like, any commendations I can provide you or, like, you know, <laughs> if there's, like, a certain thing within our system where they're, like, hey, shout out a really good captain. I'll, I'll throw your name in there, man. Don't you worry. I'll get you that gift card.
1: <laughs> no response.
2: No, I mean, I got nothing. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all
0: right. Well, if there's no, no other questions for him, he, he snaps out and uh, it is all on your own. So with that being said, you open up into the cargo bay, which is mostly empty as the crew has already used up their few supplies to patch up the ship after the pirates attack. There are three wide openings in which the center of where you are. And these openings lead to uh, paths alongside. So there's a a leftmost, a center, and a right path that you could wander along.
3: Um, I kind of want to cast the detect technology spell so we could get a good idea of where the bridge might be. Okay. Uh,
0: So you would be able to tell that it is... uh, directly ahead of this whole area like where you are right now um is going to open into the the larger area and beyond that large area would be the the bridge like there wouldn't be too much else in between yeah it is okay well, i'm gonna point center.
3: out that uh, that's the direction <laughs> to the bridge
2: great
0: so when you take a look around you do notice that there is an access terminal here
2: Ooh
3: let so fire can... up some computer skills
2: yeah who's got the best i've got eight uh, mine's also eight. Zero. Oh. i think the computer man should probably do the computer work
3: <laughs> i got code literally in my brain uh 15 <laughs> total
0: okay um so that is that is a success so okay what you what happens when you do the check is it says that it's deactivated something, but you're not entirely sure.
3: I have a profession in electrician. Can I use, can I try and like disable all security systems and stuff? Um,
0: I feel like that would still be a computer's check, wouldn't it?
3: If you want it to be a computer's check, sure.
0: (laughs) I think it would be because that's kind of what you're doing with this computer's check that you just did, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, Security systems would be routed through the computer, which would be this access terminal here. So um, yeah. using you know, electronics or, or something like that, or uh, electrical, was it? It's
3: electrician.
0: Electrician, yeah. That wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't do the same thing as trying to do this computer's check. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can tell that something has been deactivated um, somewhere along the ship, but it is not uh, here.
3: All right, guys, I pressed this button. Don't know what happened, but something happened all
0: right good do you guys make your way forward yep yeah all right so where you walk into is this area right here we are on the battle map now um so this is the new area and what you see is the branching corridors inside the endless threnody are not made of solid bulkheads of metal and plastic but a lattice of enchanted bone and steel a metal grating on the floor provides stable footing, but the walls have gaps large enough to fit a fist. The passage splits and recombines in a manner eerily reminiscent of being inside a giant rib cage.
2: Cool. Where are they getting these giant bones? I want to do a check. I want to know where they get their bones from. Space players. Who's their bone guy? Uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm building me one of these bony boys one day. Don't you worry about it.
1: <laughs> well, he's doing that, Ruin. Uh, I I can't move any of the characters on of course yeah. You can't. I'm I just guess that would just be.
0: Difficult. I'm just going the... to assign them
1: randomly. Uh, this right, first
0: right. one is Jody. This one is Cade. And this one is. Jody. So I'm
3: the rat now.
0: <laughs> no, it's just a really small dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, I don't know what check would be most for figuring out where the other bones. but I rolled a nine.
0: Okay. Cool. 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 Um, i sorry. What were you trying to do?
2: I just want to know, like if my guide knows like culturally, I guess it would be, my assumption would be life science or culture, whether I know like, where are they getting these massive bones? Like I know they collect bones to make their own <laughs> people, but they can get those kind of anywhere that people live. This is a different type of bone. I would assume.
0: Yeah. So these, they are, um, they are magical Um, Like, they're a race of magical beings, so there could be Mm. some of that, but there are also some very large creatures in the universe, and these guys have been known to plunder whatever they could from wherever they can.
2: So, yeah, so they just found some big bones. I dig that. I like that a lot.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, upon entering this room, you are alerted to the sounds of creatures nearby that are going to try to uh, react. They do pardon me, they do not like that uh, you are aboard their ship so we are going to enter initiative.
3: 15. Oh, that's what I was going for. Mm,
2: 12. 23. Ooh, damn. Look at you go. I mean, I do got plus 7 to initiative, so... <laughs> I mean, that helps. <laughs> yep.
0: Sorry, Kate, you were... 15. 15. And uh, Jody, you were... 12. Okay. All right. We do have the initiative order. It looks like they have drawn weapons at you looking to attack. And by draw weapons, I mean claws cuz they're all clawed. <laughs> all right. And we are going to start with Jaden.
2: Okay. Um <clears throat> Okay, where's Snack going? Okay. Snack is going to set himself up Oh, he's just going for the full run. 5, 10, 15, 20,
3: 25, 30. Okay, cool. All right.
2: Um, so, yeah, he's using his move to make him go up. He is going to shoot his laser pistol at not the guy that's right in front of him, but the guy that's behind, the next guy behind him in the corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, that is 17 to hit. It hits. Cool. 1 D4 damage. Oh, that's a D6. I keep doing that. Uh, one. One damage.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: okay. And
2: then um, Smack is going to attack the guy that is right in front of them with his club. Okay. And that's a whopping seven. Woo-hoo. Wow.
0: Seven. Well, he crumbles.
2: No, yes. no. I mean, he. I, I rolled a seven to oh, hit. Seven to hit.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, it does not hit. I really think he was one
2: though. lower because he was in front yeah, of me so I could hit him. Yeah. It was a really good try though. <laughs> yep, I mean that's that's what Smack does is a lot of really good tries apparently, um, and that's my turn. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. Well, with that, uh, it is now going to be these guys' turns. So this one is going to take a strike at you, and does a twelve hit.
2: Um, where is it? Nope.
0: No. Okay. Well, that's his turn. This guy's going to run up though and try to hit you as well. Um, and so it does not hit. Um, he he kind of stumbles as he runs eagerly to get at you. He's shambling, and we are going to go to Cade's turn.
3: Think I'm muted?
0: Sure am.
1: Uh, <laughs> he is going to shoot at. Uh, we're gonna go with that guy because Snack is a little squishy, so. <laughs>
2: No, he's All the right. tank, don't you know that? Yeah, <laughs> the least health.
1: so he's going <laughs> to he's going to move up a little ways figuring that like if things are coming, he's got the most health. He's big and tough and strong. He could probably take the most. Um, so he'll kind of draw attention, but uh yeah, he'll shoot the guy straight down the hallway that's attacking snack uh, with his laser rifle. All right. Uh, And that is a 18, so 20. It hits Uh, with a d8 of fire damage. uh, 7 damage. He crumbles
0: dead. Hell yeah. Okay, and is that your turn? Sure is. Alright, this one's going to run up to you. And he's going to extend his clawed hand and lash out. He can't try. Uh, and he gets a 26.
1: Uh, floor dice don't count, sir. No, that's fine. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a 20, 23, not a 26. But
0: uh, He still hits, but all right, floor well, dice still don't count. Dude, 1d6 so. slashing damage. Uh, 5 damage. Okay. As he swipes through the air, catching your uh, right arm. Okay, and then this one is also going to, but he's going to go after Jody's character, doing the same thing. And a 17. Yep. Okay. Dealing uh, two damage. Okay. Okay, and then it is. Tis Kay's, but a scratch. Or uh, sorry, uh, Jody's turn. Right, Kade, you went already, right? Yeah, I went. Yeah, okay.
3: Okay. I don't think I really have any spells that can help here, other than days. I wish that they had stayed away a little bit because I had a cool grenade that I was going to throw, but it doesn't really work very well anymore.
0: I mean, there's a guy right here, too.
3: Yeah, but it seems a shame to waste it on one thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to take... I'm just going to try and shoot the one that's closest to me. Okay. Did this... Yeah, the other one that attacked Cade's character hasn't taken any damage
1: yet. Not yet, no.
3: Okay. Alright, I'm just going to roll an attack. Ooh, natural 20 cool so that would be it doubles the damage right so 2d6 yep, yep. plus the criticals only knock down so it's not like super exciting uh it's eight damage
0: dead he cr- crumbles and shatters to the floor as you blow a hole right through his skull right? metal you guitar a, riff i was gonna say you used <laughs> a, a gun right that was the right description yeah. okay yeah cool, cool, cool. yeah all right our next two guys are gonna go so this guy is also going to run in and uh, go at Cade for yeah, a whopping vibes. nine. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, that does not hit. There's this tiny little spider that was just crawling across my... <laughs> oh god, it's like attached to me. Dang it. Ugh.
3: I think it Don't got kill it. the spider.
0: It was in my territory. I would normally not, but I have a You're in the little, spider's
2: territory. In my territory, man. <laughs>
1: Dude, he thought you guys were roommates. (laughs) Yeah, he's just been a bro eating all the other bugs
2: you don't want around, and bam, dead. Thought
0: you
1: were super chill. I got spiders (laughs) in the house.
0: Gross. All right. Anyways, back to it. Uh, A nine does not hit.
1: No.
0: All right. Well, this guy is going to come running in and come on up. I think he can move that far. Yeah, and he is going to lash out at snack. Ooh, and an
2: 8 That does not hit
0: Alright, well then it is back to the top With Snack and Smack
2: Okay, so Snack is going to Use his move action To move them back to here Which will give those guys Each opportunity attacks
0: Okay, okay he, they will do that um, The first one misses And the second one Comes down for a 13 That hits and manages um, to wait, snag you. that would be you. smack,
2: that would be hit. Yep, still hits.
0: Okay, manages to snag you right at your uh, back of your legs, dealing Ooh, seven damage.
2: Uh, I mean, snack has got that health. He's got three left. He's fine. Okay, <laughs> um, so he's going to roll back, and then um, Snack's going to pull out another grenade, and he's just going to look at them, and he'd have like a little smile on his face, and pull the pin, and he's going to huck it at him um which is a strength check and yeah so it's got a 15 foot radius i'm just throwing it right in the i'm gonna throw it at the back one there right onto his spot there
0: yeah go for it
2: that is a 15
0: they see it coming and just as they go to throw themselves out of harm's way it explodes dealing how much damage
2: that is a shock grenade, so it does one d8 energy damage. Oh, that's the wrong dice again.
3: I'll roll it good. Six. Cool. And
0: that shock is like a reverberation through the air that manages to pulverize their bones, sending dust flying everywhere, and they are out of the battle. Poof. Nice. Okay. Uh, which means that we actually need to go to Kates turn.
2: Uh I still have Smacks attack and you can just attack the guy oh, in front of him. Oh, if that's okay. No yeah, worries. Go for
0: it. I
2: kind of forget about um, the two character thing. No worries. Um so that is where is it attack? Let's do 9.
0: <laughs> so how would your how would your little robot buddy go about bashing that was only a nine to, to hit
2: does. i don't know if he oh. hit it, oh, dang it. <laughs> i was so excited
0: i uh, know it doesn't oh his coding is crap guys crap <laughs> i was so excited for you oh man nine to hit no it does not i
2: just blew up too we're good Sorry. it's still epic all right
0: i imagine that he like begins to like shamble up the skeleton all right so that is going to go to uh this guy's turn
1: I thought it was my turn next.
0: Uh, Oh, yes, it is. Sorry, because he was taken out of battle. The other one's taken out of battle. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, So, yeah. So, I'll I'll shoot the guy that was in front of me.
2: Um... Also, a reminder, we can do full attacks if we use all of our, like, actions. So, your move and your attack. And that allows you to make two attacks in a turn, but they have minus four penalties. Okay.
1: Well, we'll do that because my first one sucked real bad. (laughs) Uh, Like, yeah, I rolled a five uh so we'll try again <laughs> with a minus four penalty that's not any better so yeah i missed <laughs>
0: yeah. all right thank you Jaden. i actually forgot about the full full action that's a an interesting mechanic i guess it makes yeah. sense
2: they've got a couple of cool things there's also a coup de grace um you deliver a special attack um i don't know especially what it does Oh, if the target is immune to critical hits, the coup de grace does not deal critical damage. I don't know. I, I don't know what it does. Gets, that's, that's just a finishing move. Oh, like if somebody's no, you get down a,
3: prone or something.
2: If you hit them, you get an automatic crit if you use yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, sweet. All
0: right, Regardless well, okay, of what this you This guy's going to see you trying to attack him. And as he he lunges out of your way, it's because he's coming up with both claws to take a swipe at you with an 18. Yeah, that'll hit. And it's going to do two damage. All right. He uh, lost a bit of his momentum as he was trying to, you know, dodge your attack there. Yeah, good. Okay, And that is going to go to Jody.
3: I'm also going to try the full attack. So on the first one, oh, that's a 4 minus 4, which is a 0, as okay. we all know. And the second one is a 16 minus 4, 12.
0: Uh, yeah, that hits.
3: Cool. For a 5 damage.
0: He is still uh, still standing, but you managed to blow off one of his <laughs> arms and a sizable portion of the chest. And that was this one, right? Sure. Perfect. All right, and then it is actually his turn. So he is actually going to use that to move towards you because you attacked him. And he's going to go up and swipe for a 17 as he's enraged at you.
3: Yeah, that hits.
0: Dealing a 5 damage. Okay, and then back to Jaden.
2: Okay, so I'm going to use my move, get up on that guy. Uh, Snack is going to attack the guy that's in front of Roth there with his laser pistol. That is an 11 EAC. Uh, It hits. Okay, that's 1d4 damage. Some fiery, fiery damage because, you know, bones burn good. Four damage. Okay,
0: and sorry, was it uh, this one here?
2: Uh, yeah the or which one sorry I didn't oh no the other one the I was like, one? shooting my list yeah my laser pistol at the other one and I'll use smack to attack that guy okay. after
0: so you managed to blow out its legs as it collapses to the ground it is not prone though it's still holding itself up just doesn't have any legs <laughs> um, and it is now back to cade
2: oh smack first quickly that's okay yeah yeah. no worries uh it doesn't matter he won't hit because that's a six so we might as well ignore his turns. we know he's not gonna hit just goes to (laughs) cave no that's
0: my fault
1: cool uh so yeah so if it's my turn i'll do the full attack um see if it goes better this time uh so that'll be a 14 which i'm pretty sure Hits. hits um so that's three damage to the one that I've been attacking. Mm-hmm. And attacking. that's with your, your staff? Uh, no, that's with my rifle.
0: That's with your rifle? So you go in for, like, the execution style. You aim the rifle down, <laughs> rest it on its skull, and blast it. And it is nice. down and out.
1: Cool.
2: Oh, poor you know. Bone Lassie.
0: <laughs> and, and then we are... Oh, do you have another attack? Because
1: I, I did the full attack, right? So... Right. Can it be? That still works on multiple targets, I assume, because I'm not moving. Yep.
2: Yep. It cool. just says you make two attacks.
1: Cool. So, yep, yeah. so I'll try to shoot the other guy. Uh, and that'll be a 11. Uh, it hits. Okay. Nice.
0: Oh, For wait. Th- th- yes, it does. Yep.
1: Th- three damage.
0: Okay. And
1: boom.
0: As you turn and hold your rifle one armed and just without even looking take the shot you're not sure how you didn't hit snack and smack, i was gonna say like but... that's
1: concerning because they're both right there
0: but... <laughs> and, and and smack is crawling on top of the, uh, the skull yep. of it and it sees you aim and like leaps off just in time for you to <laughs> dead shot it out of existence sick and from there the battle is over you guys manage to make your way through and as you pass the generators in the center you feel the cold necromantic energy threatening you and you wonder had you made your way into that battle would there have been some ill effects causing you to weaken and succumb to the necromantic magics of the oxians regardless you press on to the bridge which is located behind the enormous crimson eye at the front of the ship. <clears throat> Bathed in a blood-red glow, the crew stations are fabricated from bone and steel, apparently grown from the floor and walls of this room. Battle damage is evident throughout the bridge, but it is now empty and utterly silent. Truly a ghost ship. You see a large computer in front of you. Will you attempt to access the files within
3: absolutely okay
0: now i will throw out there that with these types of computer skills you can either use computers or mysticism they will have different dcs but i wanted to throw out that there's other skills you could use
3: well i'm going to use computers because i don't have mysticism
2: um can i assist him with this check sure can you explain Uh, how the
0: assist works
2: Yes, if I remember it correctly I believe what it does is I roll the check as well, same check, so I'd roll a computer check and if I do well enough on it I don't know what the cutoff on the assist is then um, it'll give him plus 2 to his check Perfect. I'm not entirely oh, sure what that is though That's the only thing, is what's the cutoff point that I have to beat for an assist
3: Well I rolled a 23
2: 15 So you plus don't need eight. it Probably <laughs> I Don't All worry
0: right. about it Well with that you are able to access the computer system. As you start working your way through the files, however, you do notice a security system come up, and you'll need to succeed at another check in order to find the files that you know are hidden within.
3: All right, now the assist could definitely come in.
2: Yeah, I just got to quickly find where that specifically is. Why can't I find that stuff? I don't Uh, know. I have
3: altogether a 14.
2: I mean, I rolled a... What is that, a 24? So I'm assuming I would be able to give him that plus 2 for the assist. Yeah.
0: And and that was a computer's (laughs) check? Yeah. Well, luckily you did it just in time because he needed a 15. Yeah. You open up the files and inside you see footage of a space battle with a ship. And on the ship is painted the visage visage of a shark. It is identified as the Loblight. A Besmarin pirate ship that had initially crippled the Endless Threnody. You not only find the coordinates for where this initial battle took for- took place, which will take you to the planet of Ulmerid in the Vast, but this is also where the Unbounded Wayfarer resides, and appears to be your next stop. For now, though... Okay you actually get a hologram update from venture captain Arvin who requests that you report back to HQ before venturing forth into the vast. But for now, I'm out of coffee and that means it's time to go.